Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Griff Carger said you were coming there. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. All right, thank you so much for joining us. This is Luke flying out of London, Ontario from Ewok Squadron, and I am here with a usual member, and we have a guest with us as well. Hey, this is Dave from Ewok Squadron. I'm in London as well. I'm uh, recording out of my basement tonight, and we, ha- as Luke said, yeah, we have a special guest. Hello, everybody. from Finland. Hello. All right. Going? Tired, but I'm so hyped about the tournament that we just witnessed. Let's uh, let's talk about about it. We just finished up with the end of galaxies hosted by Gold Squadron. Netter, how many of the tournaments were you in? Uh, the galaxies tournaments. I was only in in one Datamir, but I was or always on the cusp coming to the other ones. I was thinking about doing the Mustafar and then the Warsaw one, Kandrim Ryloth. But I had something to come up each time, so I couldn't come for those. But I also did this Coruscant. Okay, it sadly yeah. did not end well. well that's all right. You'll, uh, you'll always be a better player than me. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I try my best. I ended up playing in the first one, Karelia. And I, I think I went two and four, and then I played in crate, and I went three and three. Yeah, uh, well, that's, uh, that's still good. Three and three is benchmark for a player that is good, but still needs honing on their skill. So you can be proud of yourself. Oh, thank you. I'm trying my best. I, I'm trying my best to get as much X-wing in as possible, but it's been quite difficult. I, I haven't been able to. Uh, really play as much since the summer when the uh, pandemic started and there was a lot less work to be done. <laughs> yeah, the pandemic did screw up things a lot, but let's hope that it goes away soon. Are you are you in lockdown where you're at? Are you able to get out to a, a store and play with real models, or are you just on Tabletop Simulator? Uh, I am in... Uh, good position because Finland itself does not have many cases and if there is the the person just goes to lockdown so most places are still open and my both of my LCSs are open and you can still play on those I'm actually trying to organize a game day on next month where we are going to play epic and more stuff 
Oh, that sounds great. Awesome. So I was going to ask you, Netter, about the list that you brought to Dathomir and to Coruscant. What kind of what was in your mind when you were putting that list together? There was a lot of eyes on your Dathomir list. Yeah, the Dathomir list. The only thing that I changed because of the box back then was that I took. I actually should go my list first. Uh, I bought two Sigma Squadron Aces with Crackshot. Those are the Phantoms. Seven Sister on V1 with nothing. Advanced V1, Fifth Brother with homing and fire control system. That was my Dathomir and Coruscant list. But before that, I brought the same list to GSP Rome with the only modification that the both Sigma Squadrons had passive sensor. But because of the bugs, I had to take those out. And in hindsight, I should have added those back when I came to Coruscant. Was there and, just uh, enough um, like I-5s and I-6s? Yeah, was... and it's mostly for the I-3 and I-1s. If you can have reliable shots against swarms, you are going to win them a lot more than they're going to win against you. And that's why I feel that I did mistake not bringing those passive sensors back to those Sigmas. Because I have 8-point bit, I can use 4 points to get those two upgrades on there. And still have a 4-point bit. Okay. So both lists were the same. So you ended up going... So you went back to the Phantoms for Coruscant? Yeah, I did not that um, passive, but yeah, I went for Fault of the Phantoms. I did try Vermeil and Litan. If I would have had one more weekend with them, I think I would have probably used that list. But because I was still not that sure about them, I did bring the two Phantoms. With these uh, very high competitive events, it's definitely... A lot nicer to try and get as much practice in as possible. Yeah. But it was still really cool to see you on the, the uh, top table in Ryloth. That was really cool to see. And everyone taking special interest in that archetype. Because it's not really something that you were seeing in Empire at all. You were either seeing the spam generics or the aces. and It was just a, a cool archetype to see. Yeah, the four-ship imperialist is strong, but it requires certain skill set and patience to play. It's quite different from aces or the swarm. So how many reps would you say you have in with that list or, or a similar list? Oh, that's basically what I play. Yeah. Seen, uh, I basically have played something like this for year and a half to two years. Wow, I think that's part of my issue is because I have three factions I like to play in and every single time I see something new that I like, I'm like, ooh, piece of candy and I gotta play it. Yeah, yeah. I play everything except scum. I have sips for every other faction. My shelves are literally filled with every ship that they have released. That's not scum. Yeah. How, come, how come no scum love? Because I have to get everything then if I buy one. <laughs> okay. 
you just I'll I'll uh, I'll find a Z ninety five and send it to you. And Please then you no. have to get oh, every single I already have ninety four C ninety five because you can use it on Republic and uh, in Rebels. So yeah. Okay, I'll send you here. I'll send you an M three A. Hello Atreides. Hey, how's it going? It's going. Good. This uh Atreides is in the house. He's uh thanks for hopping on. That's actually good timing. I I'm not sure if you guys want to continue on without me and edit this out or not, but I have to head out and go move my car really quickly. Um, oh, no, don't worry about it. Okay. So you guys can keep chitter-chatting away, but, uh, and I'll uh, I'll bring us back around when I come back. Sounds good. Netter, I wanted to ask, I haven't heard today, and I'm sorry if you already said, how did you do yesterday in Coruscant? I did quite badly. I, I'm a bit mad at myself. Oh, man. I went three and three. In last round, I I gave the win to my opponent because I was not feeling it. All had those. Yeah, my round two, three, and four were. I'm just gonna say that I ask Judge to join at times, and I'm just gonna forget those rounds. Sorry to hear that, man. I was cheering for you. Yeah, thanks. But there's always the next event. The next one is the Hexart one. So I'm already set my eyes on that one. I've been training for that. When is that one? Uh, it's on uh, December. Is that also Gold Squadron? Uh, no, it's Hexart Gaming only. Oh, oh. Yeah. There was like, he put a 32 player lock on it. Oh, yeah, that would sell out fast. Uh, it did in about seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was pressing F5 to get in. <laughs> uh, I was at a dentist appointment waiting, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's today. So I just clicked refresh. I'm like, oh, I'll sign up. Not realizing there was a cat. Yep. <laughs> you had luck. Oh, you both got in. Yep. Amazing. And then there is about 20 players already online if somebody drops out. Right, right. Yeah, and there are people like Partas and uh, Fawn that are already participating also. So it's quite high level, and it's a hyperspace tournament. So it's completely different. All, all top level. No, none of. Yeah, we, were none of the Gold Squadron events hyperspace? Uh, Mustafara was. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, that was hyperspace, and the next thing that Dion is doing is also hyperspace. But that's on next year. Okay. Next year. Wow. November already. Let's see. <laughs> yep. There was an event coming up, the team, the Renegades team tournament. It's a yep. one it's a Saturday event. Then uh, there's a, one. Uh it's coming up. It's um the twenty first. Okay, so two weeks time. And then the following week is the um Lima open. Yeah, and I'm Gonna watch that one because there's gonna be really interesting list there, I think. And it's and because Gold Squadron is gonna stream it, it's gonna be high quality. Yep, I'm on. I'm in that one. What's the time zone there? That's the Peru. That's not yeah. really far off from from where you're at, eh? I'm not entirely sure. It's probably gonna start too early, and I'm probably gonna be waking up on the day where I get to sleep in. <laughs> I signed up for it months ago. Anything planned yet? 
for the for the list. Um, not at all. <laughs> uh, maybe this my quad HMPs that I've been flying just because it's fun. That sounds that sounds awesome. Oh, it's a great fun list. I had one bad tournament with it just because I played the same list five times in a row. Oh, can I, I played FO no FO Malware Swarm. Ah, uh, malware. Yep. I, I and my list is like a fifty-fifty against that, and every time it came down to like ten points. Let's hope next time there will not be any malwares against you. <laughs> Malwares is a great list. I'm in the um, Bounty Hunter tournament. And that's with um, Dad, Dials, and Dice. That they're running and you get to sign a random Bounty Hunter. And so I got to sign Zyzor. And I'm like, oh, what should I put with Zyzor? So the rule is like you could put Zyzor with any other faction. You get the bounty hunter, and you can put it with any other faction. So I'm like, you know, Zyzor with a mouse swarm. I'm like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, that does sound like a bit too good. Quackshot, <laughs> uh, the um, last Renegade tournament was animated series one. Yes. Did you catch the um, tournament, the um, Coruscant finals? No, I didn't. All right, can I spoil it for you? Yeah. Aggressors won. Really? As in Thai aggressors. Yeah. Yeah, we had our family D&D game today. Nice. Thai aggressors. Yeah. Wow. Charles actually won against Fawn in the finals. Fawn had five of those Stargazian Hive Guards and one Techno Union Bomber when Charles had the Sloan, Sloan Swarm variation of aggressors. And it came down to the last shot, which one wins. And Charles managed to take the win. Wow. It was really nice flying from both of them. And it was, it was always tightly into one or the other. It was flip-flopping like crazy. So it was really nice match from both of them. You know what was on the aggressors? Dorsal turrets only. That's the only upgrade? Yep. Oh. You have five with dorsal turrets with Feroth who has Sloan and a Ruthless and a Hull upgrade. That's whole your list. You don't need anything else. It's pure efficiency. Sounds good. And it is. It's one of those lists that is hyper-efficient to the point that it might be a little bit too efficient. But it's always glad to see aggressors doing well. Yeah, and, I, and when I see lists like that, I always wonder, is the, you know, the, the advent of Tabletop Simulator helping that? Like, who in real life would even own five aggressors? Toasted by old collections from people. Oh, that's yeah. I guess that's fair. <laughs> but but yeah, I, don't, I, I don't see it like you know, sweeping you, sweeping our local store. Anyways, 
Yeah, and it's funny that the aggressor is quite hard to get nowadays also. Oh, is it? Yep. Yep. It's same as Starwing. All right, I'm back, guys. Welcome hey. back. Yeah, I only own one aggressor. Yeah, me too, actually. But I don't it's, know. It's too bad I that they own... don't. Oh, I don't sorry, know. I don't ahead. think I own any. Is this the only time that anyone's really seen it shine? Like, has it? Did it really? It's the only time I've ever seen did it. Did it shine. do anything in 1.0 at all? No. 1.0, they were um, because you had lightweight frame. Oh, and TLT maybe, but yeah. I don't know if they were around for all that long. No, they there were a place for them in a couple of the lists, but you quickly learned that there is a better options to do it. Even if it was good, there were still better options to do it in 1.0. Right. Yeah, it wasn't... It didn't turn out to be the Imperial Y-Wing. Yeah. Even if everybody was hoping it. Yeah. Well, back, back in 1.0, I wasn't competitive at all. So... I just flew what I liked, and I wasn't aware of all of the menaces out there, really. Some people at the store would say, you're not competitive now, Luke. <laughs> so, Tire Aggressor came there. out in 2017. <laughs> May 2017, 2017 really? Yeah. So it came out right at the end. Holy smokes. It was a bit too expensive when 2.0 came out, and it has been steadily going down, and at this point, it might go up one point, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, me neither. So, funny thing about who owns, I'm talking with some of my group, and one of my uh, the players I play against, he's like, I only own four. So it is a possible list. <laughs> yeah. The TTS has given a lot of data to use that what is going to be good but it also hampers it in some ways. Oh, yeah. Six Worm is actually a good example that it's something that people started using IRL before the COVID thing, and it was gaining popularity, but when the bugs hit the TTS, the other swarm just disappeared. I know that Actor has been using it for a while, and that's why I know it. It has been good even when the bug were the minutes. But when you no. say six swarm, <clears throat> like s seven actual M3As? No, the four and the two Fang Fighters, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's a good example of pure efficiency list, also. Yep. I could fly yeah. that one. I have four M3As. Yeah, I've got six of them. I have three. <laughs> I was considering uh, Brian at our local store had that out this past Tuesday. Uh, but I I would have to see it flown. I, it just seems very risky to me to to have two of them carrying just a tractor beam and, and causing no damage. I don't know. That's the tractor crazy. beam is so good. You are flying like, them in two groups. One, yeah. one ion and one... Uh, Tractor beam and one uh, fang fire, and you are just gonna flank them. One group is gonna tank, one is gonna hit you on the side. It's just it's cheap and efficient. Yeah. 
and that's why some people do not like it. It's fine, <laughs> I mean, in my it's, opinion. It's cheap, efficient, three die defense. Yeah. It definitely feels like scum. Like, that's the kind of list that that faction... Yeah. It should be scum swarm. Yeah. And I love the M3A. I'm so glad to see it doing well. I mean, it's it's no scum falcon, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know anyone that loves a scum falcon like me. Uh, but let's see here. So... Uh, what what were you guys chatting about when I was gone? Oh, a little what? bit of the tournament, some aggressor talk. Upcoming tournaments. Upcoming, yes. Okay, cool. Did you guys want to talk a bit about the the new um, Django Fett ship? Yeah, sure. We don't have to go like over every single card or anything, everything, because. It's been out for a little bit, but we can kind of go over what we think is interesting, what we think might be breaking the game. But the most, there's one card that if you go over it, it's going to take, you know, hours and spreadsheets to fully understand. <laughs> yeah, I had to take that spreadsheet to learn what it is going to do. And it's mind-boggling how hard it is. Yeah. You guys talking about Zam? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright, let's, let's take that card up here. So, uh, Zam Wessel, it's complicated and it's initiative five. It's it's probably most likely going to be very good. Also, to note, the um, crew card has the same ability as the pilot. Yeah. Um. The only difference is that the pilot has four charges and the crew card only has two. So you can't spam the crew as much. No. Well, the the crew is still unique. Yeah, but the but, uh, it's it's a lot harder to get your charges back and get it to fire off as consistently. Is that, is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think um, the pilot is definitely worth taking a look at for sure. But the crew card might be, might be pretty crazy and scum for sure as well. Yeah, it it will make a splash in later on. So let's uh, let's take a look at these word salads here. Um, so the crew card is set. It starts with four charges. Set up, you lose two charges, and during the system phase. So every every round during the system phase, you may assign one of the secret conditions to yourself, and face down. And they're called. You should thank me, and you'd better mean business. So before we go any further, anyone yeah. else having a Yu-Gi-Oh theme with that? I feel like that's just the Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, You've yeah, it, my it, trap card. It basically is. Yugi, look out. He's triggering his trap card. I feel like an alt art with the uh, that is going to make its way around. I hope so. It will be glorious. Yeah, so, um, so we got a couple of conditions here. Let's start with you should thank me. Yeah, you can go over it. Uh, if you guys got the pages open, then go yep. for it. Okay, you should thank me. This condition is signed face down. Reveal it after you defend. After you defend, Zam Wessel recovers one charge. Then you may acquire a lock on the attacker. At the end of the engagement phase, if this card is face down and you are in the enemy's firing arc, you may reveal this card and spend two charges from Zam Wessel. If you do, you may perform a bonus attack. 
at the start of the system phase, remove this condition. Okay. So this one, you assign it face down. If you are attacked, you flip it. Then you recover a charge and you get a lock on the attacker. But if they didn't attack you, you can reveal this and say, I'm going to shoot you now after you spend two charges to perform a bonus attack at the end after everyone's shot. Okay, so this is one, there, there's the two types here. So this one you want to take if you know, if you're trying to get your charges back and you know that you're going to get attacked, then you take this one. Or do you kind of you take this one if you're uh, if you're trying to get charges back, and if you, or it, it's really complicated. I would actually take this if you don't get shot. This yeah. will give you a bonus shot. It's like you get two shots with this one, though you have to have the charges. So if you're carrying the crew card, you can't use this one because you don't have any charges to begin with. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to wrap my head around it, especially. I posted a yeah. picture of the thing. There's a chart on the Discord and on the Twitch chat, so you can look it. No, I love this spread. Like, this is a helpful spreadsheet because if I'm going to fly this, everything. if I'm going to fly this, I will have this spreadsheet. Yep. Now you just got to get this tattooed on your arm for when you're playing the game. I think for some reason, for some reason, I thought you wouldn't know which condition you ended up with, but I guess you do. You pick it. Yeah, you, you know. It. Your opponent right. doesn't know. And there's a lot of talk about this on the fly. Better, like, do you do you play mind games? Do you do it randomly? Um, like the mind game aspect is gonna be big with this one, especially with the pilot itself. Do you, you have opponents? Always, Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, you always are gonna play a game of chicken with your opponent. That which one do you think I have? I might have that one. Oh, you're not gonna shoot. I might have this one. Your your call. I'm gonna win it anyway. So you're gonna lose. It's lose lose always to opponent, whichever you think there is gonna be. So. My question is, is this is it better to take this card in a big tournament? Like a big <laughs> long tournament? Is it better for you to remember this or is it worse for your opponent to try well, and deal with it at the end of the day? If you go with the ruling that you can't have secondary outside material in a tournament, then you better remember everything about this. Yeah. yeah. You See, gotta as a jerk in tournaments. I would bring this. Be and then I would practice this. Like I practiced my ensnare and everything up to Worlds. Play it at like 1 a.m. every day up to it, like for a month. Get so good that you're just, you can play it while tired and bring it to a tournament. So your opponent comes, looks at the table, and is like, nope, and walks away. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So it's almost like. If you're taking a large swarm, it's bad for fatigue for you after a long day as a player. But this card, it's sort of the opposite. It's just your opponent just doesn't want to see it. It's 
all these new ships getting put into the game, like the way HMPs work and all these new maneuvers, and then you would have a you better mean business. And then yeah. you have to learn the same shit, but just this crazy ability. Yeah, and the uh, you'd better mean business card itself. After you defend, you may spend two from this pilot. If you do, if you do perform bonus attack at, against the attacker. So either way, whichever you choose, you can get the bonus attack. At the end of engagement phase, if this card is face down and you are in enemy's enemy ship firing arc, you may reveal this card and recover two charges. Okay, so this is the one that you take if you don't think you're going to be shot. Correct. Yes, if you need your charges back. But if you get shot, okay, flip it. I have the two charges. So the but pilot. If you don't have those charges, then you're screwed. Right. So the pilot is better in this case because you will have those two charges. Yeah. So first turn, you can so have the, either. Yeah. So the for the crew card, you'd want this one first to try and get your charges. But then the opponent will know. But here's the thing. If you put the other one, if you think, okay, so the other one you'll recover a charge <laughs> if you get shot. This one, you recover two charges if you don't get shot. So if you're pulling the crew, you can play the mind game where he thinks I'm playing the one to recover two charges if I don't get shot. So I'm going to play the one that's going to let me get target lock and recover one charge. This card's going to be a headache. You're, and I feel bad for every judge out there, especially a call out to my judge at my store. Um, but I feel bad for every judge out there that's going to have to deal with this card. I can hear him already going, oh, please, no. Oh, he does that when he sees me. <laughs> but yeah, also we should point out that the only way to get charges back is with this ability. The uh, charges itself do not refresh every turn at Correct. all. So you have so to remember the system phase every turn. Is it a missed opportunity then, if you just forget? No, because you. it says at the end of the engagement, if this is face down, you have to reveal it. Okay. So it's a... It's a must ability, so it yeah. cannot be skipped. I would say just for... So it's not feels bad, you just do it randomly. You shuffle it. <laughs> if you forget... If you want to be fair, you will do it. But if you want that competitive edge, choose it. There is nothing that says that you cannot choose it. So, if I'm playing this and I forget, I'll usually give my opponent the, uh, I forgot, sorry. But if my opponent's playing it, I would always let them. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Dave, one what, of those what's your opinion on this, Dave? There's a lot of <laughs> words there, man. <laughs> this isn't your i5 reroll Boba Fett. What do you think of this, Chicky? Like, are you gonna try Separatists for well, this thing? I, I don't play the faction right now. It, it's yeah. tempting, but I, I mean, bonus attacks are always good. If you well, just think of it in, in its simplest terms, you, you get like, do you, you care get, about you the can fire target locks and shoot back? That sounds pretty good. 
do you even care about this pilot? Are you just going to take the crew cards and say, see you later, Separatist cards? Just take the the scum cards out of it? And... Yeah, probably. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to invest in a whole faction just for one ship. I mean, well, don't. here's a great thing. You just take Zam. Yeah. Zam can be scum. Yeah, just the crew card, though. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, you don't need another... You only need to buy one set of this because the dial is exactly the same. Yeah. And you can basically fly two ship lists as a separatist with this. That would be my other... That would be kind of my only question about it, right? Like, right now, the faction is swarms, droid swarms. I barely even see the... Uh, Sith infiltrator anymore. Yeah, it might come. So, back. well, yeah, maybe, maybe now this ship might encourage people to to try different things with the faction. But it's it's not really what the faction's doing right now, right? No, no but it can it, be. Well, might be. It, oh, absolutely, totally. It can be, but the efficiency of the vultures and the upcoming tri fighter is huge. The biggest selling point for this has to be low points cost. But because even this pilot is really good with the ability that she has, it has to be priced up, and that might put people off. If you can do two fire spray separatists with decent amount of upgrades, I think that has legs, because of the other pilots are good, and because... Django is I6, and this one is mm-hmm. I5. Yeah. I mean, Boba is Boba. So you, you take Boba in the I3 Koshka Frost. But if you can fit I6 and I5 together, that's got to be something. Yeah. but uh, I'm going to buy it for the model and the cards anyways, because who knows when the next card pack comes out. I mean, this this but is where Honda yeah, is. I might try, yeah, like I'll just use my my scum model. And the tiles that I get with this, if I can, if I can field a separatist list of two fire sprays, I'll give it a try. Yep. So, and Zam, definitely interesting. Let's talk about the um, elephant in the room with this, though, as well. This title. Yeah, slave uh, one. One, one real quick question. One. one real quick question before we move out of slave one. Uh, a show of hands. Who thinks that this card, Zam, in all the conditions, is good for the game? Yes. Oh, I. I yes, I know. I don't think it's bad for the game. But I don't love like if you were a new player and you bought yeah. this ship first. Man, that's yeah. a lot to. That's take. my only problem: is new players facing this and playing with it. Yeah, but it's also good for the players because it gives that bit of a random chance to make the p- both players learn from the game more. It's, it will be good experience, but at the same time, it's going to be frustrating experience. That's why it's good. Uh, that's why it's okay for the game, but also not okay. Yeah. If you it take this, ha- you better know what it does. Otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when- okay, and a footnote on my quick yes. I think Ensnare was good for the game as well. So... <laughs> I agree. All right. Sorry to interrupt, Atreides. I just wanted oh, to see no. what everybody's opinion was there. I, I was just concerned about new players, but. No, it's terrible for new players, I think. And it's bit, it's needlessly complicated, also. 
Well, the flowchart helps. So I recommend anyone listening, if you run like league events or if you are an organizer or even a TO, have like I know my TO has a binder, mainly from real questions from me, but he has a binder that he would put something like this in. You should print out and give this to him. The chart is way too handy. You really need to print it out. Yeah. Right. But the slave one title. What yes. do you guys think? So, slave one title, in case people don't know, the slave one title is not the slave one title from Scum. This is a new slave one title, which can be played on the Separatist or Scum fire class, uh, fire spray class. And what it says is while you perform a front primary attack or a front arc attack, if you are in the defender's back 180, you may change one hit result to a crit result. And it also adds a gunner slot. So again, needlessly wordy in parts. Lots of if-then statements. Yep. And those coming from Yu-Gi-Oh! and MDG are always a problem. Oh, yes. This is, this is cleaner than Sam. But you could have worded it a little bit better. But it's still fine. The effect itself is something that this... It's thematical for the ship and is good. I'm just worried about the cost because it adds the gunner slot. Right. Which is going to be the bigger thing for the ship. Here's an interesting thing as well. Will this replace the other Slave 1 title? No. I don't think so. Like, like how do you mean that? Like, I was thinking maybe when this comes out... FFG drops the other one. Yes. And, hey, I'm a Boba, I'm Boba Fenn every day. I don't want them to do that, but... I mean, I don't I don't know that I it's, it's completely different art for... I mean, this shows the um, Camino art, right? Yeah, yes. this shows yeah. the original Jango Fetch. But now... Not Boba Fetch. But think about the confusion now that's going to come with this. Yeah, um, it's no, no different than taking different pilots. So you can't take yeah. this and the other one in the same squad. Correct. Because so. they're both slave one dot. Yeah. yeah. And you can't have two Anakin Skywalkers. So you cannot have two slave ones. You are just going to choose one of one of the other. And then you can you could always just take a quick glance at it and see that it says Separatist, and then you know which one it is. Yeah. And you have to. Will this be changed? That, that it adds a gunner slot. That's totally different as well. I hope that it will be more than five points. I hope it's going to be less. I think it might be less. I think it'll I be hope less because this ability is strong. The fact that it adds the gunner slot to a fire spray, you can now have double fire spray with double slot in one of. The, in both of the fire sprays. Marauder gives one, and this one gives one. Okay. So you have both. What does Marauder, does Marauder say? Scum only? Yes. Or fire. So, yeah. In Scum, yes. Definitely. See, that's going to be interesting how they're going to balance that. Marauder is six points. And because this is much more powerful, I think it will end up costing something like 
eight or nine. But then that, that kind of prices it out of separatists. Why, as a separatist, would I Need then a... be interested in this? Because it still adds the gunner slot for you. I mean, eh. but then you're still paying for a gunner on top of that. Yeah. They should allow the, the room for the gunner. Like, I don't think this should be any more than three or four points. But, obviously... I have been playing a lot. I'm not sure. I know the fire slay is really powerful, but with the um, restrictions having to be in the the back arc of the ship, and you're only changing a hit result. Um, if you're rolling blanks, this doesn't do anything for you. There is a Boba Fett, baby Boba Fett, that changes. Eye result to a hit result. That's a gunner. Yep. That combos with this. So you have to price it so that you can put what they want you to put on it and still have from it, it's it's one of those fine lines. Where are they gonna do it? Yeah, and that's why it's gonna be really hard to price this thing right. If they would have left maybe one of them as separatists only, it would be better. It would I be easier. So. It would be easier to price. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like Quackshot's bringing up in the Twitch chat here, do you? That's right. You already agreed, um, but you guys think that the original slave one should be kind of priced out of play, and then I like, know it's over. It's still too cheap, I think. It needs a points increasement, but it cannot be too costly. Do you think it would be priced by initiative? Maybe. Hey, that that's actually smart. I don't think they're going to do it, but that's actually smart. <laughs> yeah. I was talking with Scott at the store last Tuesday, and... I don't even know that it's the card out of out of the list the way I play it. It's the I think it's the first card I would drop anyways. Slave one. Uh, if, yeah. if I want the bid or if I want to shave points, like I'm not dropping Maul. I'm you know I'm not. That's how expensive it gets. But don't you usually have ten to twenty point bid anyway in the <laughs> list? Not not anymore. It used it used to be an insane bid, yes. But I yeah. like it's. Well, I can rebuild it here. I don't have it off the top of my head, but if it's if if it's over eight points, I don't think you need to drop it. But I mean, you can still you move proximity mines to concussion bombs, yeah, or um, more seismic charges that shaves off a couple of points. And who knows? In the future, we might have Boba Fett list with two hundred points with the title. But and, that's but that's just wish thinking, anyway. Yeah. So the way the way I'm flying it right now, the way the points sit, I have a nine point bid with slave one. That's plenty. Yeah. So I mean, if it went up, even if it went up to ten points, I would yeah. probably still take it. Yeah, it would still In be this, worth. This way. Eleven or twelve points, and then you are going to hit the territory that. Uh, do I really need it? 
Yeah. yeah. And uh, the bid is really only important depending on other factions' bids. Like, nobody bids that much anymore. Yeah. All the, the four A Wings that was doing well today. Uh, there? Uh, two in the top four, both four A Wing builds were at 188. Really? Uh, 184. Well, was it 194? Yeah. 194? Are you 194. sure? Yeah. All of them had hero, uh, three of them had heroic proton rockets, advanced optics, and starboard slash when the one only had intimidation because Merrill. And advanced optics. Yeah, with proton rockets. Marshall's list had proton rockets on everything. Oh, uh, oh, because I asked in the chat and they said it didn't have it. Oh, um, I have then missed missed that one, but I think it had. But if he said so, then then it's yeah, like that. Sure, it's one eighty eight because there was no proton rockets on Merle. I don't right. think. And even if you add, it would only be one ninety four, which is six point bit. Yeah, and with that, yeah. you're at one eighty eight. Yeah, and. Even if I if if that if the A wing list is at one eighty eight, even if I drop slave one, he still has the bid. I'm only at one eighty six. So I might as well keep it. Yeah, might yeah. as well. My favorite Boba Fett is Marauder, Han Solo, Perceptive Copilot. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah, that's closer to the way it was built. I, yeah, closer to the early part of two point Um. So different ways to use Slave 1. I was mentioning to Netter before the cast started on different scum pilots. Crassus Trellix. If you take Slave, the new Slave 1 Crassus Trellix with auto blasters. I was going to say that. Yep. Um, you can shoot at the back in their rear their uh, aft quadrant of the ship and get that free crit result and they can't block it. Because it, it counts as a forward arc attack, but crap. right because it says it doesn't say primary attack on slave yeah. one. You perform a front a forward attack, yep. so it could be missile. Yeah, it's definitely worth trying. So I even thought separatists put slave one on auto blasters and have Dooku as a crew. Oh, that was my my next question was. Um, with Sam and Django, uh, or with Sam in particular, is it better to take a force crew like Dooku, or is it better to take receptive co-pilot? Uh, what does the um, Dooku actually do? I am Dooku. Sure. <laughs> Dooku says it's one of those you know separatist word salads. Before attack or defense dice are rolled, spend a force and call out a result. If the dice roll do not have that result, change one result to the result you called. How many points? Ten. Yeah. I would take Dooku. Yeah. Yeah, so on Django for sure. But if you're taking uh, Django and Zam, I would take Perceptive on Zam and Dooku on Django. Well... Now you're t- well. You're going to put an I five and an I six fire spray in a list, and have room for ten point crews and gunners. And you're going to need to because it's separatist. What do these ships cost? We don't know yet. 
or well, yeah, exactly. 70s or high 70s for Django. So if we look at, I actually pulled up the um, Scum Fire Spray points. Maybe 80 points. Scum Fire Spray like points. It. You should have about 30 points to play with. The most expensive is Boba at 86. Yeah. Then 72. Get... Then 71, 70, 65, 62. 70 is something that I would see it being on Separatist also, with Django being about the same as Boba. I think a little think less Django than Boba. Django's yeah, ability less, right? Django's ability is good, but it's not like reroll for every ship in range one good. Yeah, it's not that good. Should we should we read that ability for uh, yeah. Django? While you defend or perform a primary attack. The difficulty of your revealed maneuver is less than that of the enemy ships. You may change one of the enemy ships' eye results to a blank result. It's going to be over 80, I think, but not as much as Boba. Except, uh, I think maybe 78. But it's also I-6. You're still close to 80 there. You're close to 80. You're not quite past the threshold. You're paying for the initiative then, because yeah. what the dial is the same as the scum. There's not very many blues, so you're gonna go slow with Django to try to do a blue, and then you're counting on your opponent not doing a blue. So it's not as good as Boba. Oh, no, no. Ability-wise, not at all. So you're paying for the initiative. Basically, yeah, you are. His ability isn't going off every turn like Boba's is. That's uh, why I'm thinking... And it's it's nice and anti-force. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's anti-force, and I think the FFG is going to be careful with abilities like this first. So that's why I think it's going to be more costly that people are willing to pay, but it will go down. And then uh, for your offense, it's um, you got the Boba Fett Gunner, which is nice. I think I'll always be putting Boba Fett Gunner on there. It's uh, or so baby, baby Fett. Yeah, so you're paying for both the Slave One title now and Baby Boba. And Count Dooku Crew, possibly. There's no way that Zam Wessel costs more than Django Fett, is there? No. 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 Because no. of the initiative, oh right, but oh man, like, like I, I, I'd rather fly Zam than Django. I think so would I. Looking at, I mean, Zam Django. has more utility, but it's it's okay. too complicated for people. I would rather <laughs> fly Zam plus Baby Boba. Yeah, Baby Boba on Zam is better because you can have Dooku on Django. Alright, oh. so no, I was saying a baby boba fire spray, like an I five I three combo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we should actually tell his ability. The crew is pretty defensive, but there's nothing else that's really special about it. No, oh, he's talking about the ship. I, yeah. 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 That's what he means. While you defend the if there are no that. other friendly ships at range zero to two, you may change one of your blank results to an I. So he wants to be by himself. Yes. yes. 
That's why I'm thinking having Zam plus Boba might work. Well, if Zam plus Django doesn't fit, then sure. But I think... Zam plus Django is definitely going to fit. Hopefully. Yeah, when I hear you guys talk about it, yeah, they will. Even if they're even if they're quite pricey. They're still if they're both in the 70s, that's going to give you about at 150. So you have 50 points. Yeah, you should be able to build out a good list. Yeah. And with a high initiative, you don't need much upgrades. Especially, even if the abilities are situational, they are still going to be good. Okay. Uh, is there anything that we kind of wanted to touch on uh, in this pack? I know Hondo is coming out. Uh, Force uh, Transporter Coach, actually. Sorry? Force Transporter Coach, yes. illicit slot. After you re- acquire a lock on an object, or an object acquires a lock on you, if you have active charge, lose the charge and jam that object, ignoring the range restrictions. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I've been looking at this a bit. I really hope that it's one point. It's one charge, so it's a one use unless you pair it with a Jabba. Yeah, yes. so it's, yeah, one point is very likely. Yeah, max to anything else, and it's useless. I mean, you'd rather take contraband over this if it was. Two. Yeah, I'm. Hear me out. I was really. Don't put this in. Uh, if you try other factions with it. I think it'd be really cool to see five of the I-1 X-Wings with this. Oh, Cavern Angels? Yeah, you're going oh, yeah, into Cavern Angels. Cavern Angels do. And then you're going in and you're jamming everybody as soon as they're trying to get locks on you. I mean, it won't... I mean, you if kind they of... take locks on you... It might be useless on the one or two of them. It might not be that big of a deal. But, but if you it have only break... five of them, it'd be really cool, I think. I mean, you're carrying around five jams that you can use whenever you really need to. Yeah, but that jam is usually just going to break that target lock that they're going to take. So it's basically useless. I like the idea you have, but in practice, I don't think it will work as well as you are going to hope. I mean, you break the lock, and you break a lock. Uh, better than the five I-2s? This was nothing? You can still have the contraband on them. Yeah, but you want to be able to hit five. Because they're 39 points. So you have their one. Is two, yeah. But I'm saying, in theory, if these are one point, then it's mm-hmm. fun to try. Yeah, yeah. It would be fun, yeah. I give you that. But if it will cost two points, I think contraband is just must-take. Even now. In one point, maybe. But yeah, I don't see... Like, I know this is coming with the fire spray, but I don't see the fire spray taking this. Yeah, no. There is one more card in the weapon... Well, in the fire spray pack. Weapon system officer. After you perform a special attack with... Target lock requirement, you may acquire a lock on the defender. So you can spend your lock and you're going to get new lock on him. Yeah, also, that seems like a good card. Yeah, and this is a gunner also. 
And it's not locked to any faction or anything, just a gunner. Right. Yeah. Everybody so, gets it. Yep. So Torpa... With a gunner slot, use a lot of munitions that would want this. Y-wings. Y-wings? Okay. Um, K-wings. Uh, Jumpmasters? Jumpmaster, yeah. <clears throat> what about a, a TIE SF? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they oh, like their cluster missiles and their concussion missiles. Yeah. If you got in a fit five, then yeah. I just think that this is going to be priced quite heavily. It's, it is. It a, might be one of those cars that we'll never see play. Yeah, I think I hate it's going to be, be like pessimistic like that, but almost like, better than fire control. Almost. This is better. Yeah. This is way better than fire control systems. You can use that lock every time instead of just re-rolling one. Yeah, because this is the... Fire control system you can just use with primaries, though. This is actually the 1.0 fire control system. This is how it works. But it only works on on, uh, special attacks. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, almost. But a gunner and a cannon, it would work, right? Uh, Cannon does not need a target lock requirement. Oh, uh, the target lock yeah, requirement. Yeah. yeah. So you it's only me. ordinance weapons. You got me. Hmm. Okay, if we look at the gunners, which there's not a lot of gunners. There is a faction-specific gunners, but yeah. not generic. But, like, Agile Gunner never sees play. That's seven six five, hotshot gunner seven, bombardier sometimes two. That's he's the most play I think out of any gunner. Yep. Suppressive gunner <laughs> eight seven six, vet tail is four, veteran turret is twelve nine seven. So do you think it's gonna be ship based? Seven or eight is. I think it's gonna. I yeah, hope but... that it will scale with same as a child gunner, but I don't think it will. I think it needs to be on the cheap end if it's ever going to see play. Yeah. Yeah, but with all of the like munition munition based lists out there, there's not really space to give up, is there? No. I mean, it depends. Like, if you're giving up like a a payload or something like that. But if you have room for hull upgrades or shield upgrades, you're taking that off and you're putting this on. Um, yeah. It, it just doesn't seem like the car that you grab right away. You don't say, I need this. No. No. You need a specific pilot and upgrade to make this work. That's why I think it's going to be seven points on small base, six on medium, and five on large. There's... um. Anything else that anybody wants to touch on about the new Django Fett? I can't wait for it to come out. Like <laughs> buying ships. Neither. I'm thinking I'm going to try Django with County Kukuru and then whatever I can fit. Um, and then add a couple of the I-5 Tri-Fighters. I think that'll be my first list that I try. 
with it. I'm more hype about the other stuff that comes in the same wave, but it's nice still to have alternative art for a spray. So is this coming out? <clears throat> November. When is this coming out? End of November, 27th of November. And that would be with the V-Wing and the Eta 2? Yep. Yes. And yeah. the Tri-Fighter. So it's going to be interesting to throw this with Tri-Fighters. The month of the prequels. Oh, interesting, yeah. That's neat. And then they, I wonder if they're going to take a little break from the prequels, because they're pretty much caught up. I think Public, so. I think, still needs a large base. Yeah, but besides that, they're caught up. Yeah, they need a one, one good large base, but it <clears throat> will be hard to say which ship it's gonna be. I'm, I'm so I w- so when you say they need a large base, I don't know if you watched the last newest season of the Clone Wars animated uh, show there, but Bad Batch they had their own shuttle. Yeah, I thought that might come. That might come, yeah. Let's hope so. It looked really nice. Yeah. I think Republic needs like a punch. A Republic needs a support ship that's not a lot. It has enough ships that can punch through stuff. They need basically a Lambda shuttle. Okay, yeah. Um, the other thing too is they're not they're not exactly making any more content in that time zone, you know, that time period, right? So are they are they gonna run out of ships the way rebels uh, did? No, because there is gonna be the High Republic, so there might be stuff from that they can pull from there oh, later yeah. on. Ah, but that takes place thousands but yeah. Two hundred years before. <laughs> okay. It's a couple of hundred years before, yeah. so it's not that out there. But you won't have Separatists, but hopefully some. Uh, you might have. If some, they... yeah. Those planets are out there. I'm yeah. excited for the High Republic stuff, so. Yeah, if you're going to add, I don't know if there's a lot of Separatist stuff to add, but I just linked in the Porax 38 Starfighter might be one of the next ones. I think the next uh, Separatist is definitely going to be the Magna Guard. Yeah, that was the um, the Grievous, uh, like his guards, right? That's the one that you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. Is uh, that their ship right this there? This one, yes. The one you linked. Okay. Yeah, like when you this look at... Um, What's-his-face fly this? Uh, Cad Bane? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Magna. Really? Yep. The four X thirty eight. It's a pretty cool looking ship. Um, it okay. Yeah, I, so I, it I, got I adapted, gorgeous, to being the rogue class, and the rogue class was the Zana Dublod. What's that one? Where's that one from that you just posted? It's from the Legends Continuity. So okay. it's just alternative version of it. Okay, but it looks cool. The Zana Dublod was um Cad Bane's. I don't remember that. That's cool. Yep, and of course we need to get Cad Bane and the Separatists as a crew as well. Yeah. Yep. 
I also want Hondo Anaka as a pilot for Scum. I hope it will happen when they are gonna go through the factions to give more stuff. Our I tax. think Hondo is one that they are gonna do for Scum. Yeah, I hope so. So with the with all the new stuff coming out, we got all the new prequel stuff coming. Netter, what were what were you saying you're looking forward to the most from the new things? Was it the Tri Fighter? Me, I'm looking forward to the Django Fed, I think, out of everything. And I'm gonna Netter. wait for the Tri Fighter and ETA two. I like them. ETA two has interesting design choices with the purple talenrolls and stuff like that and it's more heavy duty interceptor than the eater sprite also i like the eta2 more than the eater sprite and also because i like droids and drive fighter has always been one of my favorite chips i'm waiting for those two The weaving, I just want one or two upgrades from that, and I'm going to discard the model. The V-Wing? Oh, send it my way. No, I won't. I will paint it pink and put it on my shelf, and that's, oh, that's it. Fair. That's cool. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to some uh, some people, so let's talk to you guys about the the new configuration for the Tri-Fighter. I know we talked a little bit about it last episode, but I'm really wondering if it's going to be used at all. Oh, man. Uh, we get that. Let's see. Let me find that. Intercept booster, right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's no. one of those cards that is fun as a casual, but competitively, you are not going to ever see it. You don't want to be stressed. Yeah. Or right. in this case... Disarm. Yeah, you get disarm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yes. Yeah, you get. There's no defensive mods. I, I thought you were talking about the um standardized network calculations thing, the independent calculations. No, no, no. We are talking about the intercept boost. Yes. Ah, uh, no. You, you guys don't think this would be useful at all? It will be. There will be somebody that finds a way to make this work. Ah. Uh. It can't be basically. It can't be you priced. basically get free slams. Yeah, you get free slams, but you cannot shoot. Yeah, too bad it's three. Like I could see if you did it, you know, you had the ability. If you had to do it twice, then you would be almost right up in my face, or your opponent's, you know, right up in your opponent's face. But yeah, that third one. There's just not enough board. You're going to be disarmed at the wrong time. Yeah, and that's why I think it's good design from that perspective. Because with two, it would have been with two, it would have been just too easy. With three, you have to think how you use it. Yeah, I could fly it. I mean, I could see it being used, but it has to be priced like that. I feel because if I set up and then you set up across from me. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. Like, I'll three hard, go th slam three, like I'll be running away, and I don't know. Well, I would have to see you, if you set up. 
if you set up facing yeah you're across from me but you're you're you know you're aimed sideways right yeah maybe somehow that you would be the best to, way to start yeah and you try to end up behind me as quick as possible yeah the thing has five forward that is yeah. white so you forward 5k i think we mentioned last time yeah 5k and 3k if i remember right yep um yep and then it also has one talent but like turn you could with the boosters do a five straight 5k behind them if they go fast towards you i would not do that one because the action itself has a link to a target lock that's red so i would actually try flanking with this uh, first turn go five five then go threes to get behind yeah and because you have the option to take discord missiles on this one maybe the first round of shooting you are not that maybe you don't even care about the first round of shooting if you can just get the discord missiles off reliably on the target that you want yeah i'm i'm looking forward to trying them the ti5s uh, with django and probably won't be putting this configuration on them uh, but I know that uh, I will because I want to test it and how see how it goes, and I hope I'm wrong that it will be actually be useful. But I, I do think that the independent calculations are going to be good, though. I I know it gives us stress and it kind of takes away your your barrel to calculate maneuver. Um, but I think it'll be good on these guys because I don't think that they'll always want to be right beside each other like the vultures are. Yep. And two calculates are better than one. Always. And they have enough blues to deal with it. Um, yeah, it has quite a lot of blues. Uh, Netter, did you by chance have a, a list of all of the lists from today and yesterday? Not on list fortress. I, uh, I should have it. Uh... I had top thirty-two for today. Well, that's all I really need. If you guys wanted to talk a bit about this, I mean, it's pretty, pretty big. The end of galaxies it was their biggest online event series so yeah. far. All right. Well, there's a few here that I'm, I'm good to chat about. If, uh, I don't remember every one that played. I know that uh, we Found thought... It. Uh, oh, perfect. That's every list that was in there. Bit sad that there wasn't that many brutes, but it is quite new ship, so it's still impressive that there were brutes that were used. Oh, Cam Murray was in the top 32? No, or is this just all the lists? This is all the list. Look at what was there, but I was... Um... Excited to see some of these lists. It was cool to see Andrea come back. XY was flying that. Did you say it was cool to see that come back? Yeah, I know that Marty flies out of the store. But yeah. I haven't really seen it in like the competitive scene since she went up oh, the price. True, true. Uh, XY was flying Drea with... The dorsal turret and then the five M3As and just flew them, flew them in a block. 
and he has this really cool opening where he starts them off on a very slight angle, and it kind of messes with your head a little bit. Yeah, the 22.5 angle. Yeah. <laughs> he did the same thing with his droid swarm and the Australia system open. Yeah, it messes most people's perception where the ships will end up when they barrel and stuff. And I like it. And of course he's used to it, so he's not set up easily. He's a great player. Yeah. Um, is there any lists here, Netter, that kind of caught your eye? Hmm. Honestly, no. This no, is... Really. The lists that I am seeing are pretty much lists that I was expecting to see after the Buck Menace. And I was expecting the Bucks also do well, and Fawn did prove me right for that, that, that the five list is still good in right hands. Which is my opinion that Fantasy Flight Games did a really good job pricing them correctly this time. Do you think that they still have Ensnare priced correctly? Hmm. Ensnare is topic of itself and I do believe it's a bit too expensive. But not everything needs to be com- uh, needs to be viable in competitive setting. So yeah, I don't think anybody misses it that much. So. Yeah, except at radius. So our eventual winner of Coruscant of the whole galaxies thing. I'm just looking. Charlie Cluette. Oh, okay. So that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. So that's Charlie... a, at least how I do it. I think what I do you it's mean, wrong. What do you mean overall winner? He won on points or? He won the whole tournament. Yeah. He beat Oh, sorry. I, I misheard. I thought, I thought Galaxies was the was like the the title for all of the tournaments together. Yeah, and the Coruscant was the finals of the Galaxies events. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry, sorry. Everybody that made the top 32 of all the other events got to play in this one. Yeah. I see. Okay, I did not know that. So it was a very high um, competitive scene. Cream of the crop. I wonder I was not there. <laughs> Well, people like Oli did not qualify also, so it was really competitive all throughout the qualifiers. Yeah, no, I'm looking at some of these lists. That's great. I, 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 I There's quite a few Boba Dengar lists. I might have to try that. Yep, there are quite a few. Yeah, just look up... Um, to drop Fen, but... Yeah, yeah, just look up... Uh, oh, uh, that's actually... This list. Uh, there is two Boba Fets in top 16, if I remember correctly. Also, the third list that was there was with uh, Torquil, Torani, and Cestero. That was undefeated. Oh, that, that Nicholas God, yep. I'm seeing right here. Wow. Just happened to be on that list. <laughs> A Tarani, Tarkil Mux, Captain Justera, and a Black Sun Enforcer. 
Really? Wow. It was nice. But yeah, you were saying I've something. I tried Torkel with that Moldy Crow title, or uh, sorry, Torkel in the Moldy Crow. That would be really cool, but we need practice for that. Yeah. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the, the two top four guys, Marcel and, uh, was it Nicholas, I believe? They both brought the, Nicholas Tobin, they both brought the new 4A list that Marcel put together. I find interesting. I know that A-wings are very good, but usually uh, people try to fit in at least five in a list. Try to find it here. Yeah, it's hard to... Is it Mar- Mar- did you say Marcel is flying it too? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, I so see it here. It's Tally, Sefton, and ZZO with Heroic, Starburst, Slash, and uh, Advanced Optics, and Proton Rockets. And then Merle Coben with Intimidation and Advanced Optics as well. One, two, three, four. Oh. They're they're squirrely little guys. I guess that's all you can really say is that they're squirrely and they can hit really hard if they want to. Yeah, and the new upgrade gives them some flexibility also. The starburst slash is quite useful with the one point. I don't think I'd pay more than one point for it. Yep, it will be useless. What is starburst slash? If you go over an opponent they will get a strain. But if you end up on their arc, you will get strain also. Huh. One point talent. That's interesting. Yeah, and then I think it's really cool seeing all these uh, uh, big rebelists with Dash and Hera, but you've kind of expressed your disdain for Dash. <laughs> But I, I think it's kind of cool to see the double rebel list as well doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I kind of wanted to touch on tonight. I think that we kinda... uh, the lack of Imperial Aces, actually, in the top. And the... There, there is no Imperial Aces on top 16. Uh, they're soon tier with Lightning, Onyx, and Fifth Brother. Or is oh, that one, yeah, uh, actually, yeah, I missed that one. Sorry. Yeah, Whisper Vader, <clears throat> Whisper Vader, and soon tier. Yeah, I, sorry, I missed that one. And Whisper Vader and soon tier. Well, that must be. That still sounds really good. Was it just whisper pass or whisper, whisper with fifth brother and then normal Vader and a slim soon tier? Yep. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> we must be looking at different lists. I'm looking at one blown by Timo Hetzel, and it's whisper with juke and stealth, Vader with fire control, and soon tier with predator. It's not the one you're looking at. Oh, um, I see one here with Echo soon tier and Darth Vader, but that's. Uh, yeah, so this one doesn't. Sh- is there anything here you can click on that just shows the top thirty-two? Uh, no, no, <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, it's Timo Hetzel that did play thirty-two. So it's Whisper with Juke, Stealth Device, 
Darth Vader fly control soon to kill Predator. I'm glad that the Ace archetype has gotten points increased, but I think that it's now at the point that nothing needs to be increased. It's fine. For the Empire? Oh no, definitely not. No increases. I'd like to see this do better more often. Yeah, I think it will see now that the bugs are out. Yeah, it's definitely um, more of a show or a sign of a skilled player if the bugs are doing well. I mean, the initiative three from the initiative four isn't that much of a downgrade. It's um, just enough that stuff can get back to the meta. Yeah, it's just a little bit more, a little bit easier to deal with. Yeah. One but, I mean, you don't. You still have that extra body, but it's definitely cool to see. But uh, now you have to look at the swarms, the scum swarm, Malaris, and Sloan. Those are hyper efficient. What, what would you say is sort of the biggest one to look out for right now to be afraid of? Kind of the the new bug. Either the Sloan or Malware. Sloan or Malware? Yeah. And I've only dealt with Sloan once or twice, so I, I definitely don't like dealing with it, that's for sure. Yeah, in skilled hands, Sloan Swarm is nightmare to go against. Wonderful. And it is quite easy to play also if you put the hours. And, and the Malware, well, it's photo. It's always good. Yeah, one of the first tournaments I went to in 2.0, I flew against a Reaper with Sloan and six TIE Fighters. And it was it beat me, and it was quite good. So I'm not sure why that um, archetype didn't kind of stick around. It was too expensive on the 2.0 start. It has gone down every time there has been points upgrade. That well, points change for slow. It, yeah, it just needed a little bit push from the other th- things like the um, aggressor going down and stuff like that to make it really good. And honestly, I think that stuff in this game is too cheap right now. I think the generics need to get price increase and stuff like v- V1s and those kind of ships need also price increase. I think there is too many cheap things that you can take in your list. I, I slightly like I I was always on board with the spamming generics because I was right on board with the vultures when they came out. <laughs> the vultures themselves are fine because you still need an action to get most out of them, and you need to have a specific way to fly. Malware example, even if you bump, you are still going to get the rerolls. That's true. Of course, you don't want to talk to any Hellrunner fans right now. Yeah, well, they get got litten, so it will help them. Uh, did you um, chat about uh, the new type root at all today? Uh, uh, we actually did not. Uh, um, we can do it if you want. Touch up on um, 
kind of your opinion of the Thai brute and how you've been uh, working with it, and then we can kind of work on wrapping up. Sure. Have you had much chance to try it? I have been testing that thing for as soon as it came out on TTS. Okay. I like the generic. It's the generic squad with Litan is good. It has so much beef that it's really hard to focus down one single ship at a time. It's 35 health. So it's really tanky. I like it. And the platform is cheap enough to have a couple of them in a list with an upgrades. But the name is. Uh, the generic is the Karidan Academy is 34, the Onyx Squadron is 36, and the Onyx Squadron is the one that you are seeing more more often if you see them four or five ship build. Yeah, I really like it. I like seeing the four plus Lighten. Um, we just put Hollow Upgrade on all of them, and St. Blazer Cleanins, and the, the uh, special configuration for giving them calculates uh, target at least mjk 300 yeah before you engage if you have no green tokens and you are not stressed gain one calculate token for each enemy ship at range two to three in your firing arc to a maximum of two have you tried that i got to try that on tuesday i uh i really liked it i like it it's really it gives the platform survivability and it gives different way to play the ship itself. Yeah, and well, I I, uh, I, I used the sync laser cannon as well. So yeah. it, it was nice because even if I didn't have... You had the calculates so that nobody got the range bonuses on the cannon, you know? Yeah. And it plays really well with each other. You can just hang on on range two or three and just have the. It's six point. Uh, the sync leisure is six six points and the config is three, so it's nine points for efficiency, which is. It's everything you want. Now, would you ever consider taking five of the I ones with sync laser cannon? Why not? It, yeah, I'm just you're. I know you're getting that extra body, but I don't know if I'd want to give up that uh, config just just for those extra calculates to make the that sync laser cannon even better. I would not do it, but it would. It's still good, but I would not do it. You want to assist, also you want Telitan there for the rerolls. And then uh, they were also putting the expert handling on there so you could get your uh, barrel roll and then still be able to get your calculates. Yeah. Which was really cool. But I'm glad that you like the Thai Brute. It's a really cool looking ship. I'm glad Empire got something new to play with. Yeah, Litan has really interesting ability. Every player I have played against, they are just, oh, okay, you you have to be on my side arc when you shoot. Um, no, 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 no. Litan has to be in, in the defender's side arc somewhere. Yeah, it's relatively easier to, to trigger, but not. it doesn't trigger all the time. 
Yeah, that's why Litan is interesting as it can hang around or go for the blocks. Yeah, I got. What did I play? I played. I played three games. One, two of them. I'll I'll chat. This is a funny story about that. So, it's not my style of play. I had a hard time getting Litan in a position to take advantage of the rerolls, but but I think I have a handle on what I should be doing. You mentioned the A-Wings. Uh, Jake had five of them out, and for some reason I was silly and just thought I would joust with my uh, my tie RB and my tie aggressor. Well, he basically... I didn't even get to shoot. His five A-Wings all fired on the tie heavy, and it just melted. Yeah. You have to be really careful with the thing. It can just vanish. It's eight, it's eight hit points, but it's still quite vulnerable if you are just going to focus it down. Yeah, and w- yeah, that one green die <laughs> didn't help. Yeah, that's why the reinforce is one of your best friends in this ship. Also, cash yeah. clouds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, reinforce. That's the um, the LAAT lesson as well. If you can do the reinforces, do it. Yeah. And because of the two named pilots that Brute has, we should actually just read them. Let's go with that Litan tree first. While a friendly ship at range 0 to 2 performs an attack, if you, Litan, are in defender's side arcs, the attacker may reroll one attack die. It's cheaper hull runner with smaller initiative with a bigger base. And there's no it's downsides. Good. You're not giving out strains or anything like that. Yeah. And Litan doesn't even have to have an arc to the defender that you're shooting with other ships. So she could be facing any direction as long as she's in the opponent's side arc. Yeah, he he is actually man. Yeah. That's weird. The, Way the name is written as a girl, but it's actually a man that's friend of Han Solo. Oh, really? Yeah. So why isn't Han Solo a pilot? Turn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't think he ever got to fly for the Empire, did he? He flew Just... the ship in canon. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's why Litan Dree is written as Han Solo's friend. Oh, what? Yeah, they are actually friends. I can link the article later on. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, so now everybody that's listening, you know that Lighten is not Sinker. It's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they're different. But then we can go to the more, not as good, because I think Litan is the best, but Rampage is interesting. After you execute speed 3 to 4 maneuver, you may choose a ship in your arc at range 0 to 1. If you do, that ship gains one one strain token. It gains 2 if you are damaged. I don't know what I'm thinking about this ship. At some games, it overperforms and some games it's just useless. Well, which, what would you fly with it? Oh, you'd probably want a cannon on it, right? 
Yeah. The, the outfit that I have had most success is with Tractor Beam. Intimidation, Tractor Beam, Maneuver Assist. The Maneuver Assist is the other config that reads reduce the difficulty of your three straight and bank maneuvers. Also, okay. it adds barrer, uh, white barrero into red calculate. And that white barrero is huge for the platform because it has native red barrero. Okay, and when you're going in with the tractor beam, you're you're giving up the strength at the same time. That's yeah, and you're having the divination also. <laughs> and it's oh my goodness. Yeah, that's fifty points. With so two shots on a ship where it's negative three agility. Yeah, that's that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay, Netter. Yeah, but it's Don't 50 points, and it can be shot down really easily. The name Rampage is perfect for this, for this pilot. It's going to go Hail Mary every time you're going to use it like this. I take it back. I'm not excited for Empire to have this ship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I am excited that you guys have something new to play with. Before we, before we end the show... Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was just because I'm not an Empire player. I've always hated Empire, but after I started seeing you play and the different uh, types of squads that you've been taking, it's not just like regular Empire aces. It's not just spamming swarms. You actually put a lot of thought into your squad, and it's really unique squad building. And I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I always try to look at the ships and think, all right, is this broken? Yes, I'm not going to use it. That's why I did not use uh, Whisper with Vader crew, because it was broken. I did not use it. That's why I started using Phantoms after all the nerfs, because it was balanced and it was not as, as OP. And I just like lists and ships that are balanced, that have good matchup against anything if you fly them well. Well, that's a good morale to have. <laughs> if any has ever played Magic the Gathering and knows what J-Sky control means, it's basically that you can be aggressive and you can be control at the same time. And my lists are usually basically like that. They are just controlling where and when to engage and not to do it on opponent's term. Yeah, it's almost like it's not efficient generics, but it's efficient named pilots that that you... Um, what's... What's the best way to explain it? Not everybody like works together necessarily, but you find four ships that can work together or be by themselves. Yeah. And that's the way I see the Empire should work, that they have 
pocket aces that work well either without each other or with each other. With this, um, most of the lists, especially the one that I used on Datamir and Incursant, the list itself is more than some of its parts. It it works well individually, but when it is flown together, it's just that much better. That's why I'm a, bit, a little bit sad that I only went three and three on Coruscant this time. Yeah, it's a, it was it was tough out there. Uh, lots of lots of great players, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that you were able to make your foot, like step your foot down in Ryloth, and you were able to make it. I would have loved to get a ticket, but it looked like a really fun tournament. Yeah, it was a really nice experience. Can't wait for the next one that's coming next year. And thank you, Dion, for putting them on. Yeah. We have to really thank D and Dion both. Right. It's had... been a lot of work, basically, to take over from Fantasy Flight and run, you know, the league, basically. The world yeah. league. And FFG will say that they're not watching, but they are. We are data. <laughs> They were watching. How did they, why did they change the points? They can uh, they will know, but they cannot know if that makes sense. Is there um anything else that either of you wanted to kind of pitch into the conversation? Uh, I got nothing else to add, but I wanted to ask uh Netter, is there are any of your games on Gold Squadron? Uh there is some. I'm actually I'll have to on stream. Yeah, the Datamir game is actually there. It's the first round that I actually won versus XY. And okay. There is, I think there's two more of my games also. It'll be worth a look then. I'll, I'll take a look and see. Uh, Luke's got me interested now in what you're flying and how you're flying that. Yeah, I can see two of my games in there, but one of them is flight collab so it's I'm using what my fiance wants to fly at times. But yeah oh, there's but there is the Galaxy Championship that's a mirror that I can actually link it for you. Perfect. Yeah I was just looking for it. But, yeah. Oh thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well uh, we can uh, start wrapping up now. Thank you so Perfect. much Netter for coming on. It was great to meet you and talk yeah. to you in person. I think yeah. uh, it was the sun co- this is the sun coming up there for you. Um, it's Finland, six a.m. What sun? <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, it's still blitz back, and it's six a.m. in here. The sun will come up in about three and a half hours or so. Oh, wow. Okay. Sounds great. I love that. We just need snow. Everything else is fine. Love the snow in the dark. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, thanks for having me here. No problem. Anytime, Netter. Let us know if uh, if you want to be a regular or not. I know it's it's pretty casual. Like um, we just keep each other keep each other moving, and then we love X Wing, and that's why we're here. Yeah. So, uh, 
thank you again very much for coming on. Is there anybody that you want to shout out? Uh, well, I'm going to shout out for Hexalt Gaming because there is X-Wing happening there all, sorry, every day almost. And that's a great place to watch if you want to see different squads and different kinds of players and styles. It's great, great place for a new player to watch and see stuff and more experienced players to get a good challenge also. Yeah, it's also great for new and experienced players to play. Yeah. And it's free. Just put your name on the spreadsheet and that's it. Yep, don't be shy. If I'm on there, then you can feel free to kick my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone that want to face me off, you can always send me a message privately or anything. I Pretty much if you challenge me, I'm going to go, yeah, sure, let's go. <laughs> All right, yeah. Whenever I'm I'm up to uh, playing X-wing and like you're up all hours of the night, so that works for me. Yeah, and I'm a nerd, so what is a sleep? Yeah, you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Sleep is for the week. If you're not <laughs> sick, that is. Uh. Uh, so thanks for uh, tuning in. This is uh, Forest Moon Radio. You can check us out live on Twitch. Uh, we try to get our episodes in every uh, couple weeks on Sundays or Mondays uh, at about 9 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can also find us on Ewok Squadron on Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Discord, Facebook. Uh, if you kind of want to become part of the group, uh, you can always ask me in any of the discords for an invite to the channel, and you can come and chat with us here. Do it. Do it now. All right. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye, Kimmy Scene.